Deadly Accurate, Episode 11, There's a Shortage of Cleaning Supplies, starts now. Hey Mark, haven't spoken to you in a while, figured I'd just check in and see how you and your wife are doing. We had that crazy time last Halloween and now, oh shit, spring's already here. feel like I haven't seen you in a long time, man. So, so this is the issue that I and everyone else in town has been having with you. you. You're releasing an episode every six months. When you started this, you had some ambition. You had some drive. Now you're just slack ass. You, you think just because you have 20... Hey, honey. He thinks just because he has 20 followers. Yeah. He, think, he thinks he doesn't have to put in work anymore. He thinks he'll just hang around and just listen to a new episode every six months and be happy with it. Right? He's ins- you're, you're insane if you think that that's actually the case. Well, you know, it just hasn't been easy. Locked down. We're all locked down. We're all locked down in, in a town that we were already pretty much isolated from the world in to start with. I don't know, man. I've been doing this for so long, even before this podcast started. I mean, what is this going on? 15, over 15 years of me and this deadly, I mean, me following Deadly Accurate around as they clean up bodies. I've been trying to find out what's going on in this town since it's been half my damn life, dude. It's just, sometimes you just want to do something else. You just want to move on. You want to move on. You're not moving on anywhere because you got nowhere to go. And you and I both know this isn't about the podcast. Deep down, this isn't about the podcast. This isn't about your work. This isn't about the fact that you live in a tree fort and don't have four solid walls around you or running water at night. This isn't about any of that. This is about Dolores and the kids. This is about Dolores taking your kids away from you jumping across state lines, putting out a restraining order on you for you say no reason. I think there's I think there's a lot of abuse going on. But we're not gonna talk about that here on the podcast. I would never accuse you of being an abusive father and bad husband here on the podcast. But at some point you gotta come clean with our viewers and you gotta tell them what's what's really going on. No, I mean, I'll tell it. I don't have a problem telling it. Dolores left me. She took half in the divorce. Um, we rekindled. We did rekindle. And then she divorced me again and took half again. So that's 75% of it. Basically, she took half more than once. And is there a restraining order out against me? Yes. Am I still granted custody of my children? Technically, yes, but I mean, I've been here for like years now. I don't remember. You want the the truth? Do you really want the truth? I don't remember the name of my children anymore. And uh, if you remember... Remember back to Halloween, your brother Mark was there. I bet you heard the episode. Um, there's that one boy that came at me with a sort of salami, and uh, I'm pretty sure that was my son. Pretty sure that was my son, and he's living over the hill right now. 
crafting swords of salami as a some sort of a child labor. I'm I don't even want to think about that. I'm pretty sure he's working at the salami factory. Yeah, no, I'm pretty pretty sure he's not your son, and I'm pretty sure that that was Mike's. That was, yeah, that was that was Mike. That was Mike's boy, or Ron's Ron's son, or that was little Billy. You know, little Billy, man. You know, really. <laughs> Related to little, you're losing your mind, man. First off, Dolores left you a fact. Yeah, got kids, but your kids are probably full grown adults by now. They're not gonna be running around working at meat plants and shit, man. You're losing your mind. Let's get down to business because this episode needs to be something other than us just talking about you, Dolores and you being all alone. Oh, you're lonely. Nobody really cares about that. Tell us what you've been doing with Deadly Accurate and the team and Becomey in the last, like, six months or, or however how long it's been since you recorded an episode. You know, the last year, honestly, a lot of challenges for Deadly Accurate and the team. Uh, I followed them to uh, on many late nights in dark corners of town where they've uh, been called in to clean up messes uh, after uh, after deaths some mass deaths some uh, some horrific scene, horrific horrific crime scenes well not technically crime scenes accidents as uh, the people are called always say but um COVID-19 has put a whole other twist on this man Deadly Ackers had a hard time sourcing some of the cleaning agents and uh stuff that they need to properly do their job so we've had to resort to and lots of times inferior techniques I, do you know how difficult it is to get blood off a wall to the point where it won't be detected by luminol without clorox bleach or any, really any bleach that doesn't mean brand name brand name Clorox, but do you know how hard it is to pass the luminol test when you don't have access to bleach because of COVID-19? It's just been a bitch, man. I've been watching those guys work, and they've been doing as good of a job as they could do, but it's, I mean, it's some shoddy work. If the police ever were to maybe, uh, you know, hear this podcast and, uh, you know, actually start investigating this town, man, there's, <laughs> there's clues everywhere. Oh, wow. Never even thought about that. that. You mentioned something interesting. You've been putting out these podcasts here for a few years. You had the newsletter before that. Aren't you... I, well, I don't even have to ask that question. I wonder if the team at Deadly Accurate is concerned about the police, possibly. Possibly breaching the doors of their headquarters late one night. Taking everyone away in shackles, thrown in the paddy wagon, and driven by horse over to the jail. And I don't know, some weird. Uh, I, I I accidentally went back to like medieval times right there. But I think I think my point is that the team of Deadly Accurate is only known by those who know that they need their services. Does any of this make sense at all? Yeah, I just don't think anybody cares, man. I just uh, think this town's been... I mentioned it 
in previous episodes, but I think his talent's just been forgotten by time, man. Like I said, I don't remember how I got here. I don't remember how to leave. I, I know you and your brother and a few of the others that I've become friends with here in the past couple of years. And we don't, nobody even remembers how we come from. We, I don't know how Dolores was contacting me. Your brother Mark, he said that, said one day, he said, I know Doris broke up with you and divorced you twice and put out a restraining order against you and accused you of possible, and I just want to say this, possible um, crimes against, uh, I think it's technically a court document, it was called Crimes Against Humanity. Um, basically, satanic acts. Let me see this. I got the I got the paper somewhere here. I think it's listed here: satanic acts against family members. I don't know what the hell that means, but I went off on a tangent there, which I am prone to do. Um, basically, um, we're not actually sure how to leave at this point, so I'm pretty sure that any outside police agency would not know how to get into town at this point. I, and I think what has actually happened is. The road that I came in on, there's a thick shrubs that have grown all around this town, and we've been enveloped by basically plant life. And I think the only way we're going to get out of here is to find some gardening shears. Find some gardening shears and cut our way out. But I don't think anyone in town actually wants to leave. I think like me and you and your brother are like the only ones even interested in going anywhere else. Everybody in town loves it here. And when I got here, what we had several hundred people in town. We're down to like several dozen, and Deadly Accurate's going to soon run out of work, and the town is soon going to run out of population, and everything's coming to a head. And I think this is a good point to leave it at and just say in another six months, <laughs> maybe we want to wait another six months, but on the next episode of Deadly Accurate, you know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to go back and meet the mayor again. It happened in season one and it needs to happen again. Remember I had, um, what was it, tea and crackers with them? We went fishing. I do remember that. I'm going to have to review my notes to find out what we actually did in Season 1. But we're going to go back inside the mayor's basement. That is always very dimly lit. And frankly, I, I don't want to do this. But I need to ask the mayor what he remembers about when I came here. So that I can remember how I got here. Because I don't really know how I got here anymore. And uh, I don't think any of the listeners listeners do either so uh all right you take care of yourself you tell your brother mark that i said hello i guess he was too good to even come on this phone conversation today i guess he i think he told me last time on the podcast that he would basically never wanted to be in another episode and he was he was fearful that associating with someone with a known restraining order and divorced twice whose kids won't even talk to him and live in some unknown region of some unknown state some basically mark said you don't want to have anything to do with me between you and me mark's the man i trust the most there's no one i trust here in town as much as mark and uh that's just what that is yeah john john this is mark i was listening on the other end with my brother been there um 
Yes, I don't want to be on the podcast again because it's ruined my life ever since I came on it six months ago in the Halloween special. Um, basically, I've been not I got those ghosts and goblins and ghouls and witches, warlocks, and all that shit. They've been coming in my bedroom every night and telling me not to produce another one of those episodes. This has been some bad stuff, man. And uh, what did I tell you about? I didn't think I'd have to get back into this. But what did I tell you about messing with the dark arts and going to the satanic side? That's when you dropped that last episode. I warned you that going to the st- satanic side of town, so to speak. I said, I said you stay on the righteous side, John. I said you stay on the righteous side, and uh, you didn't do it. You took me, you drug me over to the satanic side of town, and you dropped me off at, like I was a cheap hooker outside of. Domino's Pizza and say, go inside and get yourself 12 wings, and then I, I, man, honey barbecue, man, honey barbecue wings, I think that is, actually, I think I'm just hungry, I think I'm gonna go eat some honey, I don't know if I have any honey, I'm gonna go eat some wings, man, and, uh, if you wanna come over and join me, that'd be cool, um, and, uh, we'll just, uh, we'll eat some chicken wings, and, uh, you know, do you want me to do it, Ben? Okay, this is Ben and Mark, and we are, uh, uh, how do you do this at the end of a podcast? We are signing off, is that, I think that's how you do it. Yeah, no, this isn't like a, no, you don't have to actually sign off on a podcast, you just sort of, you just press end on the recording, and it just.